This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Happy Thursday, everybody, and happy game day, too. Greetings from Foxborough, Massachusetts. It is a big day here for Saints and Pelicans fans, and we're so glad that you're with us on another edition of the Black and Blue Report podcast presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. I'm Sean Kelly. I'll serve as your host, and we've got two great guests today to talk about the uh, Saints and the Pelicans both. First of all, Saints game day as they open the preseason schedule here in Foxborough tonight at Gillette Stadium. Saints and Patriots will kick it off just after 6.30 Central Time. Uh, You'll be able to catch that game on the Saints Radio Network, of course, and uh, locally across the Raycom Sports Network. Uh, Those of you in New Orleans will certainly see it on WVUE. That's Fox 8 Television. And then there's also a national feed coming from the NFL Network. So plenty of coverage uh, as the Saints uh, lift the lid on the preseason slate. As a matter of fact, they'll also help kick off the uh, NFL action period uh, tonight is the opening night in the NFL across the board for preseason games, especially in light of the fact that the Hall of Fame game was unable to be played in Canton, Ohio. So with that being said, two great guests today to talk about the Saints and the Pelicans, because today is also a big day for Pelicans fans. The NBA schedule comes out later on, one of our favorite offseason dates for sure. And uh, we'll talk about that, too, with our second guest. Our first guest today, though, is Executive Vice President and General Manager of the New Orleans Saints, Mickey Loomis. This group is real competitive by nature, and, and so everything that we've done, everything that Sean's done has been to enhance you know, the competitiveness you know, every day, come in and compete every day because we're just making each other better, and so I think that our team has embraced that. And we'll continue our conversation with the uh, man calling the play-by-play on television tonight of the Saints and Patriots. Our own Joel Myers stops by to talk about the Saints and the schedule release for the Pelicans in the NBA, too. I brought up Laronitis, but don't forget about Roman Harper and that veteran voice in the locker room, a guy who's been there, done that, a Super Bowl champion. And, and it's kind of nice the way there's, there's a little bit of a confidence factor going in, and you've seen it like I have at camp, where they feel pretty good about where they're at right now, and that's half the battle in football. It's one of those days where there's so much to cover. I mean, all the storylines tonight for the Saints, you know, we'll see probably a lot of – Luke McCown and Gary Grayson, the quarterback, will get to see the uh, NFL preseason debuts of young guys like Michael Thomas, Sheldon Rankins, undrafted rookie free agents like Devontae Harris, Ken Crawley, and then all the other new faces with the Saints, namely uh, James Laurinaitis and Kobe Fleener and what will happen at the running back position behind Mark Ingram and C.J. Spiller. What's the, uh, what's the offensive line look like tonight? And how different will it look in a week? All those topics to be, uh, to be, I guess, peeled back a bit starting with this preseason game tonight. Number one, though, obviously, is will this defense for the Saints look tonight like it has so far in training camp? All signs point to a unit that's trending in the right direction. And uh, that, that makes us all, I think, a little eager to uh, see the start of this preseason as opposed to maybe some of the ones we've had over the last couple of years. So, football is back. Basketball is right around the corner. We'll talk about both things when we continue. First up with Mickey Loomis in just a moment.
We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Let's continue on Black and Blue Report with one of our special guests today, uh, Senior Vice President and General Manager of the New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, Mickey Loomis. My friend, it's good to see you. It's been... It's been a good camp so far, at least uh, in uh, in watching this team progress, and and I'm really eager to hear your thoughts on how you think the camp has has gone so far. Well, I think uh, look, I think I think it's gone well. I think we've had a competitive camp. We've had you know a difficult camp in terms of uh, as difficult as you can make it, uh, um, you know, given the current rules. But um, I, I think we've been pleased so far. I talked to different players, Mark Ingram, most notably yesterday who can't help but comment about the camaraderie of this team, the way the locker room feels. It's it's a process that I know that you had talked about going into last year of changing that culture back to bringing in a different feel to that locker room. It feels like it may have it may have now been completed when I hear those guys talk like that here in year 2. Well, um yeah, you know, we we focused on on, you know, character and intelligence the last uh, few years. We've always, you know, paid attention to it, but I think we've, you know, redoubled our efforts um, in making sure we brought the right type of guys into our locker room. And, you know, I think that's one of the benefits of, you know, being away for camp. Uh, I think you can, you know, accelerate the um, the process of building a team chemistry, and, you know, I think that's gone well. Mickey, who would be some of the, the, the guys that have come in that would help that process along? Had they come from different organizations? Is it an influx of youth? Both? You tell me. Well, I, you know, I think it's a combination. It's a combination of, uh, of players that we've added. Um, it's a, it, it's uh, uh, the quality of the guys that we've drafted and that we've signed as, as free agents. And I think it's uh, a conscious effort by the guys that have been here that Hey man, you have to you have to work at relationships, and you have to work at building team chemistry. And so I think, you know, it, it's all those things, it's all those variables. And uh, you know, I've been real pleased with, you know, guys that have emerged as, as uh, you know, leaders and and contributed to leadership, um, in in the building. So I think that's been that's been uh, it's been good to see. Mickey, the talk of a tougher camp, a more physical camp, that that can almost set you back a little bit mentally. And, and maybe it doesn't sound so fun, but I don't get that impression from this group either. It, it has been tougher, as you mentioned. It has been more physical, yet they seem to be enjoying it. Yeah, I, you know, I think this group is real competitive uh, by nature. And, and so, 
you know, everything that, that, uh, that we've done, everything that Sean's done has been to enhance, you know, the competitiveness, you know, every day, come in and compete every day um, because we're just making each other better. And so um, I, think, I think that our team has embraced that. There's been a lot of talk about an improved defense, at least what we've seen through the first couple of weeks of camp. What are some signs, Mickey, that you've seen that your defense is better here in 2016? Well, look, I, I think the jury's still out on that, you know, until we get through uh, some of these preseason games. But I, we've seen some things uh, in practice that, that, you know, excite us. We've seen turnovers. We've seen, um, you know, intelligent plays by our guys being in the right spots. But, man, we're, we're a work in progress for sure. And, and um, so, I, you know, I think that remains to be seen, how much we've improved. But we feel like we have. Mickey, as a general manager, do you get – what gives you more pleasure, watching – Guys like James Laurinaitis and, and Robertson and those guys come in and make an impact right away as veterans, or that process of finding the next Pierre Thomas, the next Willie Sneed, the undrafted free agent who seemingly comes out of nowhere. Which one? Which one uh, strikes your fancy more often than not? Well, I, you know, that, that's a good question. Um, I think, man, that's a good question. Look, I get pleasure out of every, you know. Out of, out of every one of those circumstances, whether or not we find a guy, you know, and, and by we, I mean our scouts uh, um, and our coaches in terms of developing. If we find a guy out of Canada or we find an undrafted free agent or it's a draft pick that that uh, we were excited about and targeted from the very beginning or it's, a, a, you know, a free agent signed from, from another team, all those, man, all those, you know, you get excited about. I think, you know, in this day and age of football, you have to, you know, exhaust all avenues of, of – um, player procurement and and uh, you know i i think we we do that and we've got a great staff that that uh um, that works each of those areas and does a great job and we have examples on our team and we've had examples uh, on our team of of uh, players that have been successful that we've acquired in in uh you know every facet so every way so um as long as they're contributing to our team and and they enhance our team chemistry and and give us a better chance to win man that's what gets me excited are you willing to name names, name some names that have jumped off the page a little bit for you? Oh, you mean over the years? No, no, this year, this over camp. This I think it's too early to do that. Look, let's get a couple of preseason games <laughs> under our belt uh, before we anoint anyone. But, but uh, I, you know, I think there's been uh, – um, I think what's maybe been a little unusual is the volume of guys that have done some really good things in this training camp. You know, every year there's – there's two or three that, you know, you get excited about. And I would say that that number is much higher this year um, to date. But, man, we've got, a lot of, we've got a lot of time left here in training camp and, and a lot of time left in the preseason. And, um, but I think it's been good so far. All right, so the next thing that process is, ob- is obviously tonight, preseason game number one. How do you watch, how do you watch the game? Um, Man, I'm up there with our guys, you know, our, our personal guys. We're just, you know, we're watching for individuals. We're watching for, for um, you know, we're watching the other team as well um, because you never know who may, you know, end up on the waiver wire or who may uh, become a, a topic of trade. So, but, you know, I think the real work gets done, you know, after the games, you know, when, when you're doing your film study and, our, you know, our guys are pretty diligent about that. We're going to have guys watching every game this week um, and just start collecting information. Sean talks about putting a premium premium on succeeding early and winning, and not just the regular season, but in the preseason too. Do you have to subscribe to some somewhat of that mindset, or are you more just involved in finding the right fifty-three? No, look, I think we're all on the same page uh, uh, with those types of things. 
you know, I think when you have a younger team, um, you have to learn how to win, and, and you have to get to the point where you expect to win, not hope to win, and, and that's a process that, that um, you know, involves confidence, and, and confidence comes with doing. And so the more we can do in terms of making plays, um, winning games, then, um, you know, the farther along we're toward that goal. So uh, I, I definitely subscribe to, to um you know, winning, even though it's not, uh, you know, it's not in the win or loss column in terms of, of um, you know, this season. And yet, man, you're just building confidence. Um, real quick, I just want to ask you about what, how you would want fans to know what the next phase of training camp will be like, starting with this preseason game here tonight. We'll be on the road just a little bit longer before going home. Do you have you broken this off into what will be the next leg of the journey? Um, well, you know, what's going on right now is. Look, evaluation and preparation. So, you know, we're trying to evaluate the players that are, that are on this roster. We're trying to evaluate players that aren't on this roster so that we can get to the right 53 when it comes down to the final cutdown. At the same time, you know, our coaches are preparing our team. And so it, it, it's this combination, um, like I said, of, of evaluation and preparation. And, look, we're still early in this process here. We've got, uh, you know, four preseason games one tonight uh the, that's step one um but that's the process we're in and no decisions have been made yet you know it's too early for decisions it, we're just collecting information super busy i know appreciate it mickey thank you auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it here our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day every week I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes cancer patients come who were told they were out of options, but Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. It's Saints game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. 
kickoff of tonight's football game will come your way just after 6.30 Central. Thereabouts, and right there on the microphone to call it, will be Joel Myers, who's kind enough to join us here on the Black and Blue Report this Thursday. We finally got here. We finally have football, albeit preseason, Joel. Yeah, exciting. And actually, the first football because of what happened in Canton with the uh, the field situation. So an exciting time for us, and it should be an exciting time, the 50th season for all the Saints fans. Uh, offensively, we know everything will work defensively the big question marks but you and I have been at the Greenbrier and we've seen how improved and it looks like significant improvement in overall team speed defensively they'll have this year yeah I, you know and I'm, I'm in that that little position right now where I want to think I I want to trust my eyes and say yes there's substantial improvement on the defensive side of the football but but Joel as you know and you've been doing this a long long time um, it's easy to get sucked into when you're watching a smaller sample, and you even haven't even seen a game yet. Is there anything that you've seen, though, that would transcend that, that, that gives you more belief than, say, what I'm referring to? Well, there's certain guys they brought in, Laronidas and then P.J. Williams. It's like his rookie year, but he had a year to sit and watch film, and Davis told the same way. It's almost they didn't get reps, but they got an idea of what it requires. So I love picking up Laronidas, so a guy who's never missed a game in his eight years with the Rams. So they brought in some experience, some guys, the first-round pick, uh, Rankins, uh, and everybody looks good in the front seven. Now, got to stay healthy, Etabali in particular, Ellerby. I think things will actually work on the defensive side of the football. And they, in talking to guys, they've said that Dennis Allen has simplified the play calls, so they're not going to have to use timeouts because they don't have the right personnel groupings or enough guys on the field on the defensive side of the ball. You know, one guy that I don't think we really talked about in our television production meeting this morning was Jarris Bird, another guy that, man, that, Joel, this is really the first fully participatory camp that he's been able to have as a New Orleans Saint. And he's a greyhound. He's a Clayton greyhound from St. Louis where he played his high school ball because his dad, Gil, who was a pro bowler, uh, was a Rams coach at the time. But uh, you're right. And last year you mentioned slow start because he was nicked up in camp. So finally they have enough parts they have enough components and and it's great to have the i brought up larinitis but don't forget about roman harper and that veteran voice in the locker room a guy who's been there done that a super bowl champion and, and it's kind of nice the way there's there's a little bit of a confidence factor going in and you've seen it like i have at camp where they feel pretty good about where they're at right now and that's half the battle in football football everybody clocks out pretty much the same and pretty close to each other but do you feel and that you can get it done. And these guys, I think, as a group, starting to feel they can get it done. Less unknowns, as you mentioned, on the offensive side of the football. Uh, yet still, what will you be looking for out of the Saints offense, whether it be, whether it be tonight or carrying over next week into Houston? Can't wait to see Michael Thomas. He already carries himself like a pro. He, and in the matchup, the first day, not the second because it rained so hard and they walked, basically, they didn't run. But in the first day of the workouts with the Patriots, he got into it a little bit. And I like that. Yeah, a little feisty, a little nasty. And he's a big kid to begin with. I think he's a starter for a long time for the Saints. Then the battle at running back. After Ingram and Spiller, who fills in? And I'm talking about who fills those last couple of spots. Marcus Murphy has looked good. Cadet has looked good. Uh, we can go down the list. Hightower has looked good. But who figures in because of the roster crunch? And who can do other things? And that's Murphy or Cadet on specials. So the battle at running back is going to be a lot of fun. And then after the first three wide receivers, it's going to be interesting to see who gets four and then five. So there's some great position battles right now on the offensive side. Speaking of wide receivers, do you count Kobe Fleener 
as more of a wide receiver, or does he count against the number of tight ends that you carry as we start to figure out 53-man down the road here? Yeah, tight end, yeah. absolutely tight end. But it's nice to have a tall target in the red zone for Drew Brees once again. This guy's huge, and he's, I've talked to him over the last couple of days, really thoughtful, solid young man, Chicago kid who hasn't spent a lot of time, as he told me, because, you know, Stanford and then on to Indianapolis with, with Andrew Luck, but sure-handed. If it's in his neighborhood, every, he's caught everything in camp. Right, right. So, um, and then there's been some nice players in camp, you know, whether it's Manhurts at tight end or Davenport at wide receiver who's 6'3". And these guys, some of them, like a Davenport, he may be a practice squad guy. Who knows? But it's a real healthy situation. It's a different camp mentality completely. They've hit more. Uh, they've been, as a group, getting into it with more. The 11-on-11 a few days ago at the Greenbrier was sensational. It was outstanding, and they look good. So uh, positives, all positives right now going into the matchup in New England. And W's, they need W's even in camp. Because you remember the New England game last year, they lost 26-24. They led every step of the way, but they didn't close the game. So just closing games is going to be important in the preseason as well. Joel Myers with us, of course, Joel, with uh, John Stinchko, myself, John DeShazer tonight and throughout the Saints uh, preseason on television. Hey, look, we love talking about this stuff. Who's the next Pierre Thomas? Who's the Willie Sneed of a year ago? You got any, uh, you want to handicap that race? You got a couple names you want to throw out as we begin that conversation? No, I'm not clairvoyant, believe me. <laughs> I'm not Kreskin either when it comes to numbers. Uh, it's real interesting. You got a little guy out there that catches everything. All right? Tommy Lee Lewis comes his way. Um, Everything looks good with some of the guys that you didn't anticipate, like a Jack Allen uh, uh, at center, maybe the potential backup center. Nobody's, hopefully nobody's going to get reps there during the regular season because Max Unger is that good. Yes. Uh, but when you talk about guys that have stood out in camp, the Saints do a great job with undrafted guys, signing them and, and bringing them in. So uh, Mickey Loomis has done a good job for a long time, finding those, those yeah. jewels. And that's why I bring up Tommy Lee and I bring up Jack Allen. Uh, but then they sign guys like Stupar and Mike Amati came in last year. That makes sense. They have a few years in the league. They know how to play. And that's what, to me, as we get ready for this game, that's what I think Belichick has done better than anybody else and the Patriots. They let other teams develop guys, and then all of a sudden you see them sign with the Patriots after four or five years in the league. And, and the Saints are very good at that as well. Speaking of the Patriots, any other storylines that you think uh – we should throw on the table here. I know it's a Saints-centric thing here, but uh, New England has a few things up, you know, up at their camp that they need to worry about too. I think it's really a shame that Tom Brady's got to sit four games. I, a mountain out of a molehill, as far as I'm concerned. So they're going to get an idea now. Garoppolo's never really played during the regular season. They've got four games to evaluate him. Yeah. And he looked great last year against the Saints, but it was against the second and third team secondary last year against the Saints at the end of a game when he brought him back. So what they've done, though, in their total domination over the last 16 years, winning 13 AFC East titles, four Super Bowls, going to the conference championship game the way they did, and winning six AFC titles, uh, it's a pretty amazing run. And, and I don't know if we'll see it. It's hard to believe Belichick is starting his 17th season here, 17 years. And it doesn't seem that long ago I was sitting in a meeting with him as the head coach of the Cleveland Browns the day before a Sunday kickoff there in Cleveland. So it's strange the way things work in the NFL, but he, he's a serious coach, and, and they've got a lot of good things going still because of the way they bring in Amendola from the Rams, uh, finding an Edelman 
late rounder out of Kent State, guys like that. They're pro personnel and their player personnel overall. They do a great job like the Saints. Without a doubt. Um, there's one more thing that we should probably bring up today because it's of keen interest to you and me both. Uh, that NBA schedule comes out before kickoff tonight. I'm, I'm eager to see it. Well, I'm, I'm excited about it. I've seen a draft, and it's a user-friendly draft that I saw that doesn't change dramatically for the Pelicans. Uh, first 15 to 20 games, Pelicans could succeed big time. And somebody asked me what I thought yesterday on Twitter, and I tweeted out to the uh, uh, Pels fan, this is the deepest backcourt. My f- five years here, deepest backcourt that I have seen because of Drew Holiday, and then you get Etwan Moore coming in, Langston Galloway, two-way players, real pros that know how to play and have been developed by others and coming in and now in the prime of their basketball lives, joining the Pels, Buddy Heald, sixth overall, Tim Fraser looked great last year. There's five guards right there, and all five can play. Never been this deep at the backcourt. So starting at home, as I saw the draft, first couple of games at home, in fact, without back-to-backs early, uh, Pels are in a position, if they're ready, at the bell, they're going to have a. They're going to not only change dramatically, but there's going to be significant improvement for the Pelicans. They're going to shock a lot of people in the league. Yeah, no doubt. Boy, isn't it interesting? The two teams on the same uh, footprint of land there, the Saints and the Pelicans, both looking for big, fast starts. Uh, that makes for an exciting uh, stretch here coming up. Joel, have a great time tonight. Um, it's going to be hot tonight, isn't it? It's a 95 degree day, heat index. So guys have to be. Uh, full of fluids, and, and they've done a great job. You and I have been over at their hotel, and we've been at the Greenbrier. Uh, the training staff for the Saints is phenomenal. Yeah. They, they're they all, they have enough going. Uh, but with that said, heat index at 100 to kick off or more, uh, they have to have enough. Uh, otherwise, it's going to cramp up. Hopefully, that doesn't happen. Polo shirts for the broadcasters. I think that's the, that's, I think that's the hope, at least at the moment. We'll see when we get on the television tonight. Thanks, Joel. When we uh, come back, we'll wrap up today's Black and Blue Report. It's been a good one with Joel and Mickey loomis Pope. Have a once-in-a-lifetime experience at a New Orleans Pelicans home game. Get up close and personal with seats that put your feet on the hardwood and sit you within arm's length of NBA superstars. Pelicans floor seats are now available and come with access to private hospitality during the game, plus invitations to exclusive team and premium events. It's the best way to experience NBA action. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com and score your seats today. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. Everything you need to know about the Saints and Pelicans is right here on the Black and Blue Report. Our podcast today is always presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. ABC Insurance, a better choice for insurance. Big thanks to our guests today. It was a great get to get Mickey Loomis and Joel Myers both on this Thursday. Hope you learned uh, as much as I did in those two great conversations. 
football time, gang. I mean, really, let's just let's just see what happens tonight at Gillette Stadium, the first of four. Uh, New England tonight, obviously. Then it's back to the Greenbrier to finish that portion of training camp and then head to Houston for preseason game number two. That would be next weekend. So we'll start to learn a little bit tonight. We won't learn all of it, but uh, this one goes a long way. And frankly, friends, it's just going to be great to see football again. The Saints will be wearing their white jerseys tonight and uh, on the road here at New England. It's going to be a hot one. Temperatures later on today in the mid-90s. Kickoff time, maybe upper 80s, high humidity. Uh, That could be a storyline as well. Tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report, we'll certainly look back at tonight's preseason matchup. Jim Eichenhofer from Pelicans.com will be talking with uh, Daniel Salerson tomorrow as well about the uh, Pelicans schedule. We'll see it in its entirety later on today. Hope you all have a great Thursday. Enjoy your game day. Don't forget, have that black and gold at the ready, and uh, keep an eye on that NBA schedule release before kickoff tonight. I'm Sean Kelly from Foxborough. Good day. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.